always had something to invite people to uh, events without alcohol. Um, my associate doctor, she is real big into hiking and being outdoors, which is also something that our ideal clients and target market are into. And so she hosts Let's, Let's Hike B&W uh, because we're in the Pacific Northwest. And I think her meetup group's got seven or 8,000 members in it. And she's consistently um, each month leading hikes with upwards of 50, 60 uh, people. So you think about that on a, on a trail and every single month, like she'll tell you the same thing. People are just so thankful that we've created community and we give people opportunities to hang out with like-minded people. And we are consistent. Her hikes are on the first Saturday of every month. Welcome back to Man, I got a super special guest, Christine Zapata. You might have only heard her the last time that she was on because my audio was jacked up. And I was like, you know what? We're going to get it out. Christine always drops out golden nuggets all the time. So, Christine, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure uh, to be uh, sitting with you today and uh, and chatting. I'm excited for this. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I had you on what, like two years ago, a year ago. I think so. I think it was two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Man, time flies by. And you have done some pretty incredible things in that short amount of time. So now let's talk about like the greatest or most proud thing that you have accomplished in the last two years. Mm, there's a lot to choose from. Um, I would say... Uh, the thing that I'm most proud of is probably being right in the heart of Seattle and and having my business celebrate uh, 10 years. We celebrated 10 years last month. And I think that just the last three years with um, the pandemic and Chopped and all the stuff going down in Seattle uh, to get to this milestone, I'm super proud of because I I really believe that with the vision that I had when I first opened up my um, my clinic in its current location, I, I really wanted to try to make a positive impact in the community. And you fast forward 10 years, and I think that just with what we've been able to do, um, it really is what I had envisioned back when I first opened the doors. Uh, the people in the community know who we are. Um, I think that with what we've done over the last three years, I think that that has really just amplified uh, who we are, what we're about, and just how important our community is. And and it's been awesome. Um, I would say that is probably uh, the thing that I'm the most proud of, uh, followed very, very closely with uh, writing a book. Writing a book. And can you talk about that or is that on the hush-hush? Um, I can talk about I'm uh, going to co-author Book Yourself Solid for Chiropractors with Michael Port. Um, I am super thrilled to have this opportunity. Um, it's writing a book is something that I've always wanted to do. Uh, and so having this uh, opportunity uh, to do so, um, I'm, I'm really excited about. Uh, it's still in the um, very, very early stages. So uh, be on the lookout uh, early next year for Book Yourself Solid for Chiropractors. Yeah, that's so exciting. Uh, yeah. And if you haven't read Book Yourself Solid, I would go read it now or just wait the less than six months to read Christine's because <laughs> um, I'm sure the same principles will apply 
just mm-hmm. specifically for chiropractors is what you're going to be doing. Yes. Uh, and they're all things from the book yourself solid uh, system that I've implemented in, in my chiropractic uh, office over the last several years. And now being able to share my experience and how I've implemented these principles and concepts uh, so that other chiropractors can utilize them. Um, I'm, I'm really excited for it. Yeah, what an awesome full circle moment. Totally. Yeah. Like a system that you use to help build your business. Now you are writing the book. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now you have your uh, Ash Tiptoe is Communities and Cocktails, right? Mm-hmm. I'm actually hosting this month's Me and Cocktails meetup tonight. Nice, nice. Uh, this won't be out by tonight. But <laughs> if somebody wanted to go to that that's in the Seattle area, mm-hmm. how do they find it? Uh, it's all over my social media. Um, I always host it at um, Skybound Spirits. That's actually where we're hosting it uh, now. It's always on the third Thursday of every month. I try to keep uh, the uh, date and the uh, venue consistent. That way, if someone in the community wants to attend, but maybe they've got plans this evening, they know that every month it's on the third Thursday, it's always at Skybound Spirits. The only thing that changes each month is the nonprofit that we feature. Um, we feature a different local nonprofit every month. And my business, Emerald City Spinal Care, will donate a dollar for every drink that's sold back to the featured nonprofit. And so not only did we create this to try to bring people in the community together, because one of the things that um, I found during the uh, pandemic is just how People in our community are, are craving connection. And this is an opportunity for people to come together. Not only do they get to support a local business in Skybound Spirits, I like um, really trying to keep things local. Uh, not only are they supporting a local business in the distillery, but they're also uh, connecting with people in the community and they're able to um, meet with people who are part of an organization doing awesome work in, in our communities, uh, in our streets. And, um, yeah, it's, I feel like it's a win-win for everybody. Oftentimes I will host community cocktails and I'll get approached by someone who is attending their first one. And they'll oftentimes say, thank you so much for hosting this. I've been really trying to figure out a way that I can actually meet people because I'm working remote. Um, I don't get to actually hang out with my coworkers. A lot of people that move to this area, they're moving here for work. And so as you get older, it gets a little bit more challenging to try to meet people and find your circle um, or your network of friends. And uh, a lot of times people tell me that this is one way that they can actually meet people in a city that they're totally new to. And not only that, but they also get to support uh, local organizations, uh, causes that are affecting people in our community. And they just, they love that ability to kind of blend so many different things in one night. So yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. Uh, this is something that we've done for the last, I think, um, actually I think next month is going to be two years uh, that, that we've been hosting community cocktails. And we started when, um, 
the city of Seattle opened back up to 100% bars and restaurants were at full capacity again. And um, it's been great. Like I said, uh, a lot of people from the community end up coming in. They love what Community Cocktails is all about. And they, and they love that there's a uh, consistent monthly meetup that they can attend and, and just connect with other people and, and do good for um, an organization while they're enjoying themselves and having a lot of fun at a distillery. Yeah. You know, just on social media, it looks amazing. It looks Thank amazing. You. Back when I was in Montana, I was like, man, I should drive up to Seattle. <laughs> I like, I thought about it a lot, especially when I was in like, it's only, well, when I was living in Missoula, it's only a 10 hour drive, which is still a long drive, but now it would be like a 33 hour drive. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. One of the things that I talk about with my coaching clients is um, if you can really clearly identify who your ideal client, your target market is, and you figure out the things that excite them, you can easily come up with um, an event that you can host monthly that attracts those people uh, into your event. And it will help you not only be able to isolate those people in um, a monthly event, uh, you create this community, but it also allows them to meet you before they may end up uh, working with you professionally. And I think that when it comes to being able to build trust and credibility with people, this is one of the easiest ways because uh, you're meeting them where they are. You're not meeting them in a professional setting. And I, and I feel like for a lot of people, they want to know, like, and trust the person that they're doing business with. And this is like, I was saying earlier, this is something that I tell my coaching clients. This is something that you can easily do uh, once you've figured out what are, what's the thing that gets your ideal client and your target market together. Um, I've hosted a bunch of different Ash Tiptoes over the years, and I feel like this one has um, gotten the most traction and has been uh, the, the easiest to grow. Um, my community cocktails group, I think we've got almost 3,000 members in it oh wow it grows every month so that's awesome you know uh last night or yesterday on the challenge did it or whatever yeah last yesterday on the challenge john talked about how like church was like the perfect like ash tiptoe mm -hmm. and it got me thinking like you know i'm in recovery so i go to alcoholics anonymous meetings all over it's the same concept meeting the same monday every week same time if you want to show up show up if you don't cool we're here next week mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i was thinking which i'm not going to 12-step rooms to sell or anything but i can see the community of how will they trust you and then like mm -hmm. oh well what do you do oh i need a barber oh i need a chiropractor oh i need a digital marker whatever that may be mm -hmm. and it's just building that trust like going to these b and i things and everyone gives you a 30 second pitch and then you take business cards and like okay well like what are you gonna do with a business card you're gonna throw it in the trash because <laughs> it's 2023 who has a business card these days <laughs> uh anyways i just like i really like that idea of communities and cocktails and just seeing how like yours is like it looks fun on social media it's so much fun and it's, then, it's a lot of fun yeah and it's not like you're like going with a professional videographer to make sure the content is popping like just mm -hmm. like some you know events people are taking pictures and you can see the fake smile and it's like oh, yeah is it really that fun yeah 
Yeah. No, community cocktails is a lot of fun. My associate doctor, um, because a lot of times people look at community cocktails and they're like, oh, it's because it's alcohol. Um, alcohol definitely brings people together. Um, but you can definitely host, um, always have something to invite people to uh, events without alcohol. Um, my associate doctor, she is real big into hiking and being outdoors, which is also something that our ideal clients and target market are into. And so she hosts Let's, Let's Hike B&W. Uh, because we're in the Pacific Northwest. And I think her meetup group's got seven or 8,000 members in it. And she's consistently um, each month leading hikes with upwards of 50, 60 uh, people. So you think about that on a, on a trail and every single month, like she'll tell you the same thing. People are just so thankful that we've created community and we give people opportunities to hang out with like-minded people. And we are consistent. Her hikes are on the first Saturday of every month. Um, it's, it's gotta be consistent, just like, uh, church, uh, it's always on Sunday. You don't think like, oh, well next week, is it on Monday or right. is it on Tuesday? It's always on Sunday. Um, and, and it's available to you. And if you want to be part of that community, you know, that it's, it's regular, it's consistent, it's free. Um, yeah. Uh, I've got another coaching client who, uh, his, I always have something too is uh, barks and brews. Uh, his um, ideal client, they don't have kids, they have dogs and they love craft beer. So they meet at a local distillery. Uh, I think it's the last Tuesday or last Thursday of each month. And people who love craft beer and they've got a dog, they all hang out um, at a local distillery and, or excuse me, a local brewery. And um, they just, they form this community. Uh, it sounds like uh, at least one of the last times we spoke um, after uh, his Barks and Brews, a handful of the people who attended ended up scheduling some like a doggy play date or something. Oh, nice. Uh, after, which is ultimately what you want. Um, you want the community uh, to become its own community where mm -hmm. they uh, sometimes don't even need you anymore to actually get together. So yeah. yeah, just fostering that community. Yeah. Uh, our mutual friend, Daniel, uh, mm -hmm. he has been doing one in Helena yeah. and it's so cool. Like Helena doesn't have anything cool. It, it doesn't. <laughs> so seeing Daniel starting stuff like that, it like, it's awesome. Yeah. Yep. It's awesome. I've worked with Daniel. He's great. It's, yeah. it's been wonderful to see just how much uh, he has grown his, his impact in Helena. Uh, I know he hosts his Ash Dipto. I know he's starting a podcast. Actually, he has been doing great with his podcast. He started that several months ago um, and he's been doing awesome with that. And I, I just think about the impact that he's making in his community, doing these things and showing up for the community uh, the way that he's doing. Yeah. He's, yeah. It, seeing it firsthand, it's, uh, it's awesome. And then, yeah, like, met him going to the gym and now he's just he's killing it so go daniel yeah yeah uh yeah now i literally have been trying to think of the name for weeks of what you like to do it's like car oh! camping yes it's called overlanding overlanding there we okay it's self-sufficient self-reliance uh adventure travel uh we've got a high clearance four-wheel drive truck uh, uh 
essentially uh, a land cruiser and we will go out uh, to off-road trails, um, forest service roads, and just do a lot of off-pavement um, adventures. And we'll do some wild camping um, if we're in the backcountry. Uh, my husband and I just did a two-week trip through Southern Utah. We started in Zion and made our way out to Moab. If you took the um, highway out there, I think it's like four or five hours between the um, two spots. Um, but we, we like to joke and tell people we took the most inefficient routes and <laughs> it took us two weeks to get through there. But we went through a ton of the um, national parks out there, got to camp um, like right at the um, border of um, Canyonlands National Park and um, some uh, BLM land. Uh, Bureau of Land Management has some land that is open to anyone. Uh, if you can get there, you can camp there. Uh, and um, yeah, we love it because it's, um, again, it's adventure travel. And so we get to do things that most people are like, there's no way I would ever do that. Um, we like, we like doing things that people are like, oh, that's impossible. Or yeah. I, I don't, I don't see how you could do that. Um, it's a lot of fun. So I can't remember if I asked this last time, but like, who was like, before you guys got married, um, was it like your boyfriend, whatever your husband now, uh, was it his idea first, your idea first, yeah. <laughs> like, how did that come? Uh, yeah. People ask all the time. I uh, actually just had a buddy ask us that this weekend when we were uh, camping uh, or overlanding through the Olympic National Forest. Uh, we're both real big on adventure. And I think that's something that really drew us together. Um, we love adventure. We love doing things that um, kind of sound crazy. Uh, and like for our honeymoon, we rode two up on a motorcycle from Seattle to Homer, Alaska. Really? The Alaskan... Uh, Canadian Highway, and it was so much fun. Uh, so we we love doing things like that. Um, I would say um, it was probably Jeff that brought up the idea, um, and really how it came about was um, again we were doing um, a lot of motorcycle trips. Um, our we have a group of friends that Jeff has known since probably middle school. And uh, they started to get into motorcycle rides, like long touring trips. And so once Jeff got into it, he was like, you know, I um, had this little Suzuki uh, motorcycle, but these trips I do are so much fun. I would love for you to come with me. So he ended up um, trading in the Suzuki and getting a BMW R1200GS, uh, much bigger, a touring bike that could also uh, do some um some off pavement trails. And, uh, that ended up, uh, being the thing that we did for a long time. Uh, we would go on long touring trips, um, pretty much across the, um, Western uh, part of the country. And then I think we got to a point where our dog was, uh, getting older and we just felt really bad leaving her at home and our friends started to have kids. And so there are, big group uh, that would go on these touring trips uh, ended up dwindling down to, I think, just me and Jeff and another buddy of ours. And while it's fun, um, even if it's just the two of us, we really enjoy doing things like that um, when there are uh, other people involved. 
And so Jeff just got to a point where he was like, you know, I've got this idea to go overlanding. And at the time, this was probably four years ago, I had no idea what overlanding was. Um, most people don't just like you were asking me like, what, what, what was the thing that you all were doing? Um, Jeff came home from uh, doing the Washington BDR. It's um, backcountry discovery routes that uh, it, it pretty much went from the um, Washington, Oregon border all the way up to the Canadian border. It's all um, backcountry uh, trails. And he did that on the GS. Um, it's pretty, um, it, it can be a pretty gnarly trail. So uh, he didn't want to do that too up. So he was like, you know, I, I, I think that you would love this. Um, I think that we could, uh, we still have the bike. We will uh, still do uh, touring trips. We're actually going to be um, going to Jasper and Banff on the motorcycle in about six weeks. Oh, nice. But, uh, so we didn't get rid of that. Um, we still have the uh, motorcycle, but Jeff was like, you know, I think that we could probably combine all of the things that we love to do. Road trips, uh, camping, bringing our dog, hanging out with friends um, by kind of switching gears and getting a high clearance four wheel uh, drive vehicle that can that's capable of doing all these things uh, together. And so he told me about uh, this uh truck that he wanted to get. And um, I think here in the Pacific Northwest, a ton of people love doing outdoorsy things. Yeah. And so um, he was spending a lot of time looking for a truck, found one in California, ended up flying down, liked it, and then drove it back up. And uh, yeah, uh, since getting that truck four years ago, it's something that we've been able to um, incorporate into our hobbies. Our dog, um, when she was with us, was able to uh, come along on these adventures and she loved it. Um, it was awesome to see her out and about with us. And um, we, we loved that we didn't have to leave her at home. Um, our friends that have kids are able to come with us. They also ended up getting some trucks that uh, we could all kind of just go out and uh, hit the trail and get out of the concrete jungle because we live right in the heart of Seattle. So, so yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I think that uh, having a nice change from just our everyday, like, um, being in the city, sitting in traffic. And um, my office is uh, on a main thoroughfare through Seattle. There's a ton of road construction going on right now. And so being able to get out um, and just be out in nature is uh, something that we really, really enjoy and, and really value. So yeah, yeah that, that all sounds amazing. That yeah. all sounds amazing. I, yeah, man. I've worked Especially. very hard to get to this point. Uh, I've been in practice for over 15 years. And for the first 10 years, I was working a ton. Um, I really tried to pour all of my blood, sweat, and tears into building the business. And now that I've gotten to a point where I, I have associate doctors in the practice and um, I've got a solid team, solid systems in place. I love that my my business will work like a well-oiled machine, whether I'm in it or not. Mm -hmm. And so I think now that I um, have done all that work, I can um, take a step out and, um, and, and do more of the things that I wasn't able to do early on um, in my business. So yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So I know that there's more than three tips on anything. Uh, but like, what are the three most valuable like tips that you can think of uh, if somebody is going through the grind and working really hard? Like, what are the three things that like 
or some golden nuggets that you wish you knew before? Yeah, uh, I think that's a great question. Um, when it comes to kind of being in it, uh, I think three important things as you're trying to um, get to the next level. I, I think having a vision is super important. That's, I think, the number one thing. Uh, you have to have a vision. You have to know where you're going. Otherwise, as you're working um, and you're doing your every, like day in, day out, just like grinding it out, you don't have that bigger vision, it's going to feel like work. It's going to feel like a slog. It's going to feel like a grind. Um, so I think having a vision and knowing where it is that you're trying to go and making sure that everything that you do um, each day is moving you closer and closer to that, uh, that bigger vision. So I think that's important. Um, I also think that it's very important to um, have solid systems in place so that as your, um, as your team grows, uh, oftentimes uh, you have to hire a team to help you accomplish goals because it's so much harder to do it all on your own. If you have solid systems in place, then you can train people to do the things that you want them to do and expect them to do in the way that you want them to do it. Um, it, it takes a lot of the stress and heartache out of um, scaling your business if you've got solid systems in place. And then I think the third thing is to um, have mentors and coaches who have a proven track record. Um, they've either done what it, what it is that you're trying to accomplish or they're currently doing it. Um, I think that it's really important to surround yourself with those types of people because they can give you such valuable uh, insight into uh, the things that they've had to overcome, the challenges that they've had to face, the um, experiences and the knowledge and the skills that they've had to learn to help them get to where they are. I feel like that's really important because it will help shorten uh, the amount of time it takes you to get there because you don't have to constantly try to figure things out on your own. You can really lean into other people's experiences to help you get to where you want to get to faster. Yeah, absolutely. If you are lost in a corn maze and don't have a map, but your mentor has the map, then mm -hmm. you'll get out sooner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man, so you were you doing the tab thing in the pandemic? Everything was shut yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we started that uh, March thirteenth, twenty twenty, which is the first Friday that the lockdown started in Seattle. We would leave a hundred dollars at a local business, and we'd record a video, share it across um, our social media platforms, and tell people in the community that we left a hundred dollars at um, a local business, uh, so that they could go and enjoy a lunch or a latte or a cupcake on us. Uh, we want to support our local small business community because it's the fabric of our, of our communities, of our city. And um, it's something that we committed to doing every Friday as long as the um, lockdowns were in place. And um, at the time, the narrative was, we're just going to shut down for two weeks. Mm -hmm. There was so much doom and gloom. Everybody mm -hmm. in um, Seattle was pretty stressed out and anxious about what was happening. Uh, there was so much unknown. And so it was something that we thought that we could do in an effort to spread joy to people's day, support our local small business community, and kind of flip the script with all of the doom and gloom that was um, being shared on social media. And fast forward to three, almost three and a half years later, we haven't skipped a Friday. Um, it's something that is very important to us. 
uh, while it was something that was going to be temporary, um, it's something that we continue doing in our office because we have seen just how powerful it can be for the community when we all rally behind something together. And as a very awesome byproduct of doing these $100 tabs around town, um, that's something that uh, over time people have watched us doing this and and we haven't stopped. We've been super consistent with this and people in the community, they love it. Uh, when the time comes and they need a chiropractor, uh, they don't just do a random Google search for a chiropractor near them. Uh, we oftentimes will get patients coming in uh, to the office and they'll say, you know, I'm here because I absolutely love what you're doing in the community. I love mm -hmm. that you're offering support um, to, to people who, who need it. And because of your support for and generosity to people in the community, I want to support your business. That's awesome. And so it's it's great that again, something that we thought was just really going to be um short-lived and it was just gonna be about supporting our local small business community. And in no way did we think that this was gonna come back to us in any way. Like when we leave a hundred dollar tab at um a business, we leave the hundred dollars tell them to run it as long as the money lasts. Sometimes other people will add money to it. to expand. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. It's been awesome to see just how, um, how other people in the community have been inspired by this. And, um, and it's, it's great that uh, as a result of being super generous and super benevolent to our community, um, our, our community has seen us as leaders and when they need help they come to us because they they know us they like us they trust us and um yeah it's been it's been great that's awesome so that that's really cool i didn't know that people added to the tabs that that's super cool yeah every now and then we'll hear we'll oftentimes uh follow up with a business owner the week after and we'll just ask them like how how things went and um yeah it's great when we hear of um maybe a uh, a client or a customer of theirs who maybe they saw what we did and they were like, Oh my God, I think this is so great. I want to, I have the means, uh, to, to add to this. I don't need to use any of the funds. Um, I can pay for my own latte. Um, but I, I love this idea. I want to pay it forward, um, as well. So let me add 20 bucks, 50 bucks, a hundred bucks, uh, to this, to keep this going. Yeah. So, yeah. So I know like a book, the book is a big goal that you're working on right now. Mm -hmm. What about on the, like your personal side, what is something that you're working on that you want to accomplish by the end of 2023? Oh, by the end of 2023, um, something that I have really been trying to focus on this year is um, spending more time with my loved ones. Because like I said earlier, I, I sacrificed a lot of time with, um, with my family early on in my business, because I really wanted to get my business off the ground. And I wanted to make sure that we got to milestones like 10 years. And so um, I'm really making it uh, a, a big part of what I'm doing this year, spending more time with my loved ones and spending more time taking care of myself um, and, and really looking inward and, and taking care of myself because I have been so driven in my professional uh, life that um, I want to do more again with the with the people that I love and, mm -hmm. and take care of myself. Um, I've got um, I've got a mother who's going through cancer treatment right now. Um, 
she was diagnosed with stage four bone cancer for five years ago, made, gave her 90 days to live. And the fact that she's still around, I, um, I always make sure that I go back home to San Francisco to be with her for mother's day, to be home for Christmas, um, to be home for her birthday, because this is, to me, this is all, um, this is all extra bonus time with her. And so I, I sacrificed a lot of, a lot of time away from my family, um, in the first 10, 15 years, uh, that I was in business. And so I, I feel like this is my opportunity to be able to spend time with her, um, and, and buy back the time that I sacrificed early on. Um, my siblings yeah. are having kids so I've got, um, some nieces and nephews that, um, I want to spend time with, because again, I'm, I'm the only person in my family that doesn't live in California. And so, um, now that I have gotten my business uh, to a point where I can take some time out and be with my family or um, uh, partake in hobbies that I couldn't partake in uh, early on in my business. I um, that's that's really been the focus for this year. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So two last questions for you. Mm -hmm. One, how can people connect with you? Um, I am on um, social media at Dr. Christine Zapata, or you can visit my website, uh, just drchristinezapata.com. Awesome. Awesome. And when your book comes out, will it be on Amazon? I'm sure it will be. Fair enough. That's uh, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. All right. Cool. So last question. Now let's see if this changed. And if it's changed, that's okay because we change every day. But what is your message to the world? Oh, my message to the world. Um, I think that people can do whatever it is that they want. Um, they just have to either get out of their own way, because uh, sometimes it's, uh, it's the fear that we have or our, our inner critic that uh, prevents us from actually stepping into who, who we are, who we're, who we're meant to be. and. And I think that if if people just got really in tune with what it is that uh, they're they're here to do on this earth, because our time is very limited, uh, we really could do a ton of awesome stuff.